This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Samuelson and Cousins return to practice. I don't need a decision today, so let those guys skate. And pretty certain Thompson will be in practice tomorrow, and we'll have a conversation after that. Don Granado, the Sabres have a game Wednesday night at home. Finally, a home game here after that trip where they did very well. Uh, against Carolina, 7.30. And then they're off until the 11th of February. That's an afternoon game a week from Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl against Calgary. Then it's out west. So a little bit of a breather here for them. Yeah, I'm going to miss them. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been really it's been a nice uh it's been a hell of a nice stretch here one point from a playoff spot and um you know a, a, a almost perfect road trip um you know just missed out in the shootout in overtime with minnesota on saturday night so um yeah like i'm I, i'm i'm glad for them on one hand i think they could use a break it's been a pretty pretty grueling stretch here but uh i kind of i liked when they were playing every other day or sometimes back-to-back nights <laughs> it's kind of, kind of fun selfishly i like watching they're fun to watch i gotta say i am turning these games on and like this happened saturday night again it happened on thursday night i just love these other uniforms that teams have boy minnesota look great yeah like i'm just like the right age for it you know the minnesota north star look and it, that, that was like an ahl or i'm sorry wha jets like they looked like Team USA, Winnipeg on mm-hmm. on Thursday night, but I'm I'm good. Like it's just long overdue, I guess I want to say. But maybe you know logistics, whatever. We couldn't do this before. It's just it's just great this way. I, I told you yesterday at halftime of the NFC Championship, my friend and I went downstairs to play NHL Xbox with my daughter and her friend. Like that's what she's into now because she's a hockey player and she's loving mm-hmm. the Kraken, you know, whatever. And <laughs> on that game, you can pick, you know, ten or more uniforms for any team. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Sabers with all their changes and you know, like teams like Montreal where they go all the way back to the twenties. Yeah. Those video games, even like the generations that were coming out when we were in our video game primes, had lots of uniform choices. Yeah, and you can go. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna wear the alternates tonight. I think I'm just I'm sitting down here in my basement on the abs. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Nordiques on this one. Just, just right. mix it up. And so um, good that the NHL got to a point where 
you can see that. And it's so random to me. Like I don't I don't look it up in advance. I turn right. on the Minnesota Wild and I get the Minnesota North Stars and I love it. It just adds something uh to the game for me. So maybe if you're younger you don't care about the North Stars or even know what I'm talking about. But right. that, you just think uh, like, wow, these Minnesota uniforms are different. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you think they're cool, but they probably don't trip any wires for you. Uh you know, but for, for us for sure, yeah. I mean, they looked they looked fantastic, and they saw a lot of that on that trip. I mean, St. Louis, Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and Minnesota, and of course, Sabers have been wearing theirs at home and the black ones at home. I don't know. It's a it's a nice time in the league. I'm loving all that stuff. Very good. Uh, nothing against the guy because that's not at all what the point is. But what I'm not loving is that the Bills' forever long drought of never having a tight end in the Pro Bowl has been snapped. Mm. Uh, here, that was just like an easy one that I could always remember. Yep. And I guess this—I know it sounds. sounds bad on Knox. I don't mean anything toward him, but just like <laughs> I guess that's broken because even though they don't play the Pro Bowl anymore, and even though the team in the Super Bowl doesn't get to have their guys go to the the Pro Bowl, which was not the case in 1992, or else the Bills would have had no players in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> right. Like. That's what opened the door here for Dawson Knox. Congrats to him. I hope I imagine he's like it's a good it's good news, I guess, for these guys. Sure. Yeah. Um Saffold too? And Dawkins? Yeah. Okay. I mean Tyler Huntley was one of the alternates at quarterback in the AFC. So <laughs> Right. I mean it, yeah, it gets it gets a little more ridiculous, I feel like, every year. Um, with with some of the people that you hear are going, and um, you know, yeah, that's I think that's the case. Yeah, but I'm going to have to find a new way when the time when the time comes to describe how like the Bills man tight end yeah. here like because um, like all pro is too is like that's you know it's too hard che- it's too hard right yeah it's not you know saying that like there, there probably are more teams in the league than not. That have never had a tight end be all pro. Yeah, maybe. Um, Chris Trapasso mentioning how the Chiefs and the Eagles, or the Niners, maybe he mentioned, like teams that are awesome after the catch. I think, was it San Francisco? I know that they, yeah, they, they are were a team. High, they were high up there. Yeah. Like second and third, did he say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are also teams with great tight ends. So what you do is sort of look around and what do, what do those teams have that I don't? Like, can I expect the Bills to have Travis Kelsey? That's a lot to ask. That's a guy that's going to the Hall of Fame. Maybe so is George Kittle someday. Like, they're elite at that position. Dallas Goddard's really good for Philadelphia. Um, Knox is okay. Knox is okay. But he does get to go to the Pro Bowl. Paul Costa, in 1966, mm. the Bills say, is their last tight end rep at whatever the Pro Bowl would have been called in 1966 when it was just the AFL. AFL All-Star game, maybe. All right. Paul Costa, Costa, right. How about that? The the end of the game last night, officiating a big talking point. I don't really want to force my little speech on anybody. I'm expecting to need it Mm -hmm. whenever we might talk to somebody who is, like, worked up about the officials. And that's a lot of people. I don't say that to be sarcastic. But the, the end of the game last night, is like a, I don't know if it's perfect, but it really is like what the problem is right there, where you have the late hit on Joseph Osai, which, like you've agreed, you've said as well, 
it's worse if they don't call that. It's just like that's a penalty every time. Yep. You reach out, arms extended at the quarterback when he's in the white. I mean, that's a penalty every time. It's weird. It's something's really strange if they don't call that. And you know these guys don't want to make these calls at the end, which is perhaps relevant to how on the same play, the Kansas City left tackle has a vice grip on the Bengal pass rusher. Like, they're not calling holding there. I mean, it's happened. Yep. But I, yeah, I, I saw a lot of analysis of that. Um, the, and, and I think there, there were maybe two, two potential infractions there on that play that Mahomes ran away from. And what I'm seeing is like, well, when the defender does this, you uh, as long as your feet and like there's a, a very technical eval um, of it from people who I trust would would know. And I'm I'm looking at it and I'm nodding and going like, okay, you're telling me that flag's never been thrown? <laughs> Definitely, you're not telling me that. I don't think, but like you you could have thrown a flag maybe on one of those. Like nobody would have batted an eye at it. I don't know. Well, you have on the same play, you have. It's the end of the game. We don't want to call a penalty at the end of the game. That's this that's this vital, but we have to. And these are split second decisions by officials. And the other one is, you know, there's just a we all know it. Officials in every sport have a different standard. Like it's a different way of looking at a play like that when it's twenty to twenty and there's fifteen seconds left. Right. So And the outcome d- decides who goes to the Super Bowl, even, right? I think Maybe what they would have liked to do is, after the late hit happened, is to throw the flag on the holding. Right. Because <laughs> then they can cancel mm-hmm. them both out, if that's what would happen there. I don't know if the personal foul makes that different. But then, you know, just sort of, all right, let's just forget it. But it's just, it will never change. And we're not going to review holding, and we don't want more holding, right? Raise your hand if you want more <laughs> holding penalties. We don't want more holding, it's never going to be it's okay to hit the quarterback out of bounds like this is always going going to be the NFL and i it's, i laughed literally when i saw adam schefter today talking about the league is going to look at it just shut up the league is always <laughs> not going to look at it they they are but it's just there was what are you going to do tell me what you're going to do at it. I, I i looked at it i already did i already looked at it <laughs> and, and you're done looking at it. I'm done looking at it. I, I, you know, I, I throw up my hands. That's what I do. Like, and maybe they do. Say, well, you know, uh, hmm, uh, that's how it goes sometimes. What is the, what is there in the way of a solution? More holding? No. More just wild west? No. We're going to protect the quarterbacks. Like more reviews. What, more reviews. They they will ha- they have done that, but. That doesn't help. That doesn't fix anything. It's just it just sucks for the Bengals. Like if if we're the Bengals, it's all we're talking about yep. is Osai, but the other ones, the play they got to do over on third down because of the right. clock. Like we're just we would be we would be losing it over yep. the officiating and how that game ended. And you know, I I don't think the broadcast did 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 anyone any favors. Maybe the officials or whatever, or or if you're um, like a a a Bengals fan that doesn't want to just oh the refs right, you're trying to kind of like we try to do right, like it, it it's not foolproof. Like last year after the Tampa game, I was irate about officiating, and I try not to go there because it just happens to everyone. Um, 
But the like the, the, the explanation of the grounding penalty on Burrow on the broadcast was horrendous. Like they they they, they couldn't get like Nance is there with like uh, Piran is right there. And they just got to blow past it and keep going. They did not dwell on it at all. Um, and I just think they could have done a better job explaining why that flag still got thrown. And I think they did say it, but it just got rushed. And maybe that was just the game itself. I, I don't That's remember. what I think. That's what I but think. I just remember sitting there thinking they're just not doing a great job of putting this together for the audience. Well, look, this grounding, we've seen that happen tons of times. And like, is there? Do we ha- do we measure how far away Pirine is? No, that's not how it works. The problem is that the NFL now again, it's like in theory at least meant to protect quarterbacks. That you see Josh Allen do it twenty, thirty times. They just throw the ball into the ground. I mean, yeah. the very words "intentional grounding" is that's what that is. He's right. not trying to complete the pass. If you're not trying to complete the pass, you are intentionally grounding the ball. But they allow for all these different ways for quarterbacks to get away with it. And so how does the decision get made whether Pirine was close enough? Yeah, like, like why does that one not qualify? Because it didn't get to the line of scrimmage? No, because he's like three or four or five yards upfield. So he's if when you when you saw the replay from behind Burrow, you can see Pirine, but it's not even like Burrow threw the ball at his feet. He's not – the two guys mm-hmm. right there are both linemen. And then Pirine is – you know, he would have had to – it would have been risky to try to throw the ball to P. Ryan's feet. Mm-hmm. You might as well try to complete the pass at that point. So I liked that call. I like. I thought like that is di- that is a you're taking too many liberties here with this one. He's not right there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I. Yeah. I hated that call because I, I. I feel like I see that play happen a hundred times, if not more, a year, and it's not flagged. <laughs> so th- th- that one really. That one really. That one bugged me. It, it it added to the oh no moment I had when Osai pushed Mahomes. It was just like, oh man, these guys cannot get a break. The Bengals, <laughs> right? This is all going against them, and now this is going to look horrible because here comes a forty-five yard field goal where one did, did, just did not exist before he pushed them. He absolutely pushed them. He deserved the penalty, but the timing was pretty awful. Eight oh three oh five fifty to call in. Talking about last night. And where the Bills stand here as we watch Kansas City go through again, beating Cincinnati, good game. Lines are open for your calls. This is Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.